Antonio has so much in his head. A lot. When we have questions, we don't bother Googling it first. We don't bother doing any type of research. We just go to Antonio. Because he's basically Google. Google. He pretty much is Google. But there's so much more to it. He has knowledge that is beyond what you could think. If you ask him to explain stars to you, he can. If you ask him to explain the universe, law of attraction. If you ask him what an egg for a chicken actually is. He knows this stuff. He knows it. And he's only 39. And so when you look at him. And you and you ask questions that he knows. You you will literally ask him in your head and then out loud. How do you know these things? <laughs> Just, <laughs> it's, it's awesome to sit at his feet. Mm-hmm. And to learn to watch him as you ask him a question and he closes his eyes so he can focus on exactly what it is you're asking him because he he doesn't ask he doesn't answer the surface level questions yes he actually understands what you're trying to actually ask him and that's the question that he answers i tell people that he reads between the lines of your speaking he does And in that, when he answers your question, you have more fulfillment and any questions that you're left with are only on top of what he's already answered and not because you didn't understand his answer. Antonio always says he's, he's, he's a man, he's a man for everyone, which means, and I'm paraphrasing it, but what that means is if you, no matter what your religion, your creed, your race, your sexuality, your sex no matter what you are he understands he's he empathizes with you and he can help you his intelligence is beyond this world i just saw the email so i'm let diana share her good news here and then i'm going to get into what i do which is my favorite thing to do and if you're able cut your cameras on i think i'm gonna now you know not going to be strict about it, but cut your cameras on so I can ride with you because there's a lot of stuff and there's going to be a lot of facial expressional things that I'm going to look at and see. Hey, Susan, do you want to say something? I'll say something really interesting. Okay, I don't think she knows. Now, Gianna, did you want to give your good news? Oh, she's, she's clearing them out. That's all right. I'll keep talking right now. While she's, while she's you're good. All right. She says she's good. Go ahead. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am posting in chat Antonio's most recent article that has been released on Entrepreneur's Break. You can find it in the celebs section. And I'm going to also share my screen with you. Share. Google Chrome. And there he is. Woo! 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 All right, now that's what I'm talking about. Congratulations, and celebs! So we're super excited. This is this is one of several others that will be coming out soon. Oh, look at that! You've already gotten 1,900 views and 153 shares. You better come on, Antonio. You look so innocent there. 
Pete. In fairness, that picture was taken at a church, so I was uh, I was on That's my That's why. There you go. There you go. But ladies and gentlemen, as they're coming in, we will definitely share them with you. And that way you can share them with your audience as well. But I'm super excited that Antonio is getting the recognition that he deserves on all of these major platforms. Entrepreneurs Break, USA Reformer. Amen, amen. You know, so congratulations, Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. We are super excited and proud of you. Look at that! Look, look, look in the celebs section, sir. Not and not just any in any any random section, but in the celeb section. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So congratulations, Mr. Smith. We are super proud of you and super excited for you. Well, thank you very much. I am a celebrity. I'm working on getting to that Denzel Washington level. I'll get there tomorrow. Thank you very much. I know as soon as y'all finish stuffing your face like me, you'll cut your cameras on. I appreciate you. And yeah, yeah, go on there and, and save that link. And then after this, you know, go on, share it from there. You know, make it look good and stuff. Make it look good. I appreciate you. Now, I know Law went to ask me about 32. And we'll see if that comes back up. But I want to talk to you today about don't worry about the future. Help me somebody. That is a word here. Yes. Come on. Stuff. Reverend. Come on, sir. Come on, sir. Yes. Don't worry about Speak the future. Speak to us this morning. That's what I want to talk about. Don't worry about the future. So I want to do that. And I also want to let all of you know that I'm coming for everybody. Okay. Everybody is getting the, a, a whip on the hand today. Everybody. Now, remember, future is you know, it's just some word we use for a present moment we haven't got to yet, so to speak. So let's break this down easily right now. This is, well, let me not do that. While y'all still eating, someone tell me all the reasons you know you shouldn't worry about the future or why you're having a hard time not worrying about the future or disagree and say, listen, I tell you, I hear you, but you don't understand what I'm going through. Like, come on, let's free talk real quick. Go ahead, Grace. We start off with you. Because you may not know, and I got to, I got to give you the Baptist answer right now, okay? Because it just, it just popped in my head. Uh, you may not know what the future holds, but you know who holds the future. That's what, that's why I had to go there with that. Right, okay? right. You know, sugar go agree with you every time you talk like that. You understand? <laughs> yeah, every time you talk like that, every time you point and, back to the one. Okay. And okay. if we are created in the image and the likeness, if we just speak it, it's already done because he spoke stuff into existence. Now, so do we, we actually do all that and apply no, that? No, 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 we don't. Okay. Well, what I'm saying is we should. <laughs> oh, okay, we should. Yes. How many of us are willing to admit that Grace was right, but we don't, we don't apply that, you understand? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, don't fool me. Yes, yes, yes. Come on, sugar, I'm listening. Hold on, yeah, you almost got yourself unmuted. There you go. Well, if we're on this faith journey, and we do believe, because faith is the evidence of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, so what is the goal? Faith is the goal of what it is that we're after. So even if we're not <clears throat> consciously doing this, I believe in our hearts, in our dreams that we have, that it's there but to put that in action sometimes that we don't. But we know we don't have to worry about that future. 
If we're doing what we're supposed to do, because the word says, if we abide in him, he abides in us, and he will give us the desires of our heart. So in doing that, we already have a blueprint laid out for us, and all we have to do is follow that blueprint, just like what ATS is doing for us now. He's laid out the blueprint, and all we have to do is pick it up and run with it. Well, amen to that. I can tell you for sure. Okay. I can tell you for sure ATS is a very spiritual company. Now, that I can tell you for sure. You understand? I can tell you the motivation behind a lot of this stuff is extremely spiritual. I'm going to keep this dialogue going because I don't want y'all to be holy and have this conversation. I need you to be you and have this conversation. Okay. Okay. Ask you. the question again, sir. Ask the question again. Ask the question again. No, no, you did good. Okay. Let me get Deanna to respond first, and I react the question. Go ahead, Deanna. We shouldn't worry about our future because we actually, we, as in us, actually create our future. And I'm talking from my own personal thought processes. We shouldn't worry because we create our own future. But we should worry because we create our own future. That's fair. I see what you did there. That's pretty good. That's you're right because essentially, if I had to sum up what she just said, all of you right now are living the combined decisions that you made a decade ago. You're pretty much living that right now. And today, you are determining what you're going to live in a decade from now, today. It's essentially what Deanna was, was pushing at there. So we should be worried and worry not. The question, Grace, was I'm talking about don't worry about the future. And I ain't even said nothing yet. And I said, why would you worry about the future? And Grace, you throw out two hot answers. You know, well, you know, God is. It's basically what you said. You know, forget all the other stuff. God is. Yeah, it's what you said. You know, my all and my all. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you said. And you and you're right. So then I just threw out a I threw out another question. What do we always apply this? And you said we should, but we don't. And I asked, well, why are some of these reasons? So law, let's come to you. You know, it's interesting that Deanna said that because I think I'm, you know what, let me speak on me. I know that deep down inside that that is the case or what have you, but yeah, I still worry. Point example, right? Good. I made a decision when I was in high school that I was going to go to college and I'm going to do this in three years. Never mind what people say. You can't, it can't, I say, yeah, whatever. I'm going to do this in three years. And I did do my bachelor's in three years, but when it comes to vibrating at that millionaire, I would say now I, I get it. I'm there. I know it's mine. It's, it's in my um, it's in my future or what have you. But before then, it was just like, come on, come on. I know, I know, I'm headed there, but come on, like, yeah. Yep, yep. That's right. That makes sense. That makes sense. There will be moments in which y'all go, man. Again, do I got some real folk here? Because I, I I I tailored this class for the real people. Now, I'm going to tell you, if you're not going to be real, you ain't going to get nothing out of this here. So you might as well just give me a bad review 
And that's all right. We ain't getting nothing out of this shit. Come on, Monica, let me hear from you. No, I was just going to say, kind of to uh, piggyback on all that stuff, I think it's also too filling in the gaps. So I think when it comes to people who are entrepreneurs, it's like, you know what you want, you know what, what the end goal is, but some people don't actually take the action because it's filling in those little gaps that the lack of knowledge or lack of how to. Um, so I think with ATS, obviously it's good because there's somebody on this call that will help fill those, fill in those gaps that offers a service or, or just knowledge in general to help do that. So that's why I think, you know, people, including myself, feel confident about this because if there, that does come up, we know we have the support. Like with me and the podcast, I have no idea how to do a podcast, none, but you know, I'm looking stuff up. And then if I have questions, I obviously come to you and Deanna, um, with those. So I think that's the other, the other issue too, that people need to overcome. That is a really good point. That's actually going to, we're actually going to come back to that in a little bit. Y'all just remember uh, a guide. Let's remember that. We're going to come back to that. Good stuff. Good stuff. If you just joined us, we talking about don't worry about the future. Now, remember now, y'all asked for this. Law said he wanted to do it. And I threw it out there and y'all said, yes, please. Can we have more of that? I changed the whole program. And I said, Tuesday law. I was like, okay, well, I'll just watch the replay. And I said, well, what day is good for you? And law said Thursday. And I said, so shall it be done. And then law has been showing up with his camera. Just you know, all, all greased up. No ash nowhere. Just showed up. He's ready. You understand? <laughs> you, you I'm understand. not playing no games because this is what <laughs> I vibrate at. These conversations is what I love. And I, I understand, here. man. I understand. And you'd be surprised how often, how hard it is. Kira <laughs> said, let me turn my camera on. Girl, cut it on so we can vibe. Let me, you'd be surprised how hard it is to See, when you someone like Law, Kiara, you start ascending by yourself. Help me, somebody. And then you can't even talk to nobody about the stuff that you're going through. Because, for one, if you tell them something, they're going to get mad at you anyway for having good news. So now you know you got to protect yourself from the people who get mad at you winning. Two, they won't even understand what you're talking about. And three, they still trying to do the stuff you did 13 years ago. <laughs> they trying to balance a checkbook, and I'm trying to own my own bank. I mean, yeah. God, come on. Come on. I know that's right, love. Come on, Susan. Well, I'm just looking today, and my memories came up a post that I had posted seven years ago. And it's a girl standing on the beach with wings spread out, you know, white wings spread out. And it's sometimes what you're most afraid of doing is the very thing that will set you free. And then I just said, so true during these times. Right. And, and that's what we have here at ATS. Things that we're afraid of, we find answers to. Mm. You know, well, how would I do this? Well, how would I do that? Well, I want to do the business, but I don't know this. Wow. And, and you find that here. You also find the encouragement and the support for any of the fears. There's all types of courses for people to take here to grow, you know, the Think and Grow Rich, all the different things we talk about. Wow. And we're such a support to each other that we should feel comfortable to be able to share 
you know, what's going on. If we can't do it here, where can we? And to find those yeah. buddies here to, to be able to, to share that with. That's a real good point. So you made a, well, you made a lot of good points, but the two are going to transform me forever. For one, I've heard a lot of things said in this group and I've never heard anybody judge for it ever. I haven't even heard nobody corrected for it. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like I haven't even heard someone get on the correction. Hit move this for me real quick. I haven't heard nobody move on the correction. Now that doesn't mean we don't have a alignment for you. But I, you know how some people, Susan, they give you twenty dollars just so they can tell other people they gave you twenty dollars. You know what I'm talking about. You know those folk. You understand? I we got, I had to give Susan twenty dollars. I gave it to him. You know, I wanted to ask about Phil, but you know, you know, all that stuff. You know how they do it. You know how they do it. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, so you know how they do it. Susan says something. I want you to write down, Diana. Susan said, "The answers, no, what you are afraid to answer, or the questions you are afraid to get, or something." Are the answers you get here. Say that again, Susan. That was powerful. Well, what you're afraid I, to do, you get here. Right. Something like that. Well, from my post today that was seven years ago, sometimes what you're most afraid of doing is the very thing that will set you free. What we get here is we're set free because we get all the support in every area in our business and how to's and all the how to's and then on a personal level and, yep. and and we have a future plan that we're all know we're going to be very successful with so i mean we are free we're set free. preaching over this susan you preaching yeah. now yeah <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd have crossed over to preaching now <laughs> I start to pass an offering around. <laughs> I know that's right, Susan. I ain't mad at you. She talking today. <laughs> Susan, Susan has had her tea time she told y'all about. She, <laughs> she went out there and did that tea and meditation she told y'all about. <laughs> yeah, buddy. She is extra vibrational this morning. I know what it's afternoon for her. I know that's right. I ain't mad at you, Susan. Keep it going. Kiara just said something. I have never, all caps, felt judged energetically either. Wow, because you know pe people can keep their mouth shut, but you feel their energy, huh? And, and you know you you aware creatures. We can't lie to y'all no more. You it, it, you can't you know you can't you can't you can't you can't lie to Monica no more. You know what I'm saying? It, it comes a point to where Phil just see your lie 15 minutes away. You you, you know what I'm saying? You, you, once you get high enough, I know you fit the lie. Let me just sit here and let you lie. This will be the last time you exist in my reality, right? Stuff like that, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Here's the thing, Antonio. Mm. We have to share our stories. You know, you're saying wow. you got to have a story, a hook story pitch, you know, yeah. in the same funnels and here and there. So we're all going deep and wow. finding stories that we didn't realize that were there. I didn't realize a lot of my stories. Yeah. Now you're right. You're right. And yeah, I got. Yeah. Feel comfortable sharing them here to expose ourselves here, so that then we can take those stories to help other people. Yeah. Well, I decided in 2012. I was. I was. It was a lot of a lot of the stuff. I just I just have to keep doing it. It comes from Lakewood. I decided in 2012 
the worst year of my life ever, Kiera. And I got a feeling that you just got out of that. I just say every time I think about you, I, I think about me in 2012. I was all alone, but surrounded by a lot of people. Help me, somebody. I was willing to die for people who wouldn't willing to live for themselves. And and that had this weight on me that in a room full of people, I didn't even want to show myself because I, I, I couldn't trust nobody no more. I knew I was, I knew I had shifted and I knew I couldn't give my shift to everybody. Am I talking to somebody? Can someone resonate with this? Yeah, I, I knew I had to protect what I just become and I ain't know who to trust no more. And I'm sitting in this 23 person circle at Lakewood and it dawns on me. I hated this Monday night class. Oh my God, Pam. This is the man, yeah, my cousin's for real. I know that's, 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 if you black, she said a whole lot right now. <laughs> I had to, this is the truth. I went to the convention. First off, I'm a sinner. Let me just say, first and foremost, I am the chief sinner up in this room because if you're going to lead people, you probably got to be the worst of these to lead. Let me just tell you, all right? <laughs> so before I say the sinful thing I'm about to say, please know it is true. I did it, and you understand. It was Monday. I was just getting out of school at 5, and I had to wait around for Lakewood at 7, and I just couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. It had nothing to do with Lake, y'all. It had everything to do with me. And I knew Lakewood. It was me. And I ain't feel like going with these little pansy people saying my feelings. You know what I'm saying? And I'm an introvert, too, so that made it even worse, Pam Norris. Did you say so pansy I, people? You understand. <laughs> you understand. <laughs> and they were all just gifts from God. That ain't how I saw it. I just get these little weaklings out of here. I ain't got time for that. I just came here to steal what I need to steal so I can take it back where I'm trying to get to. It's where, you know, that's where I'm at. And it was a convenience store right on the other side of the highway. I would go there at 6.30. Sugar, don't don't judge me. Y'all some sinners too. I'll give me some four locos. Who know what I'm talking about? That's malt. <laughs> That's super malt liquor, all right? And I was in, in a can this tall. It don't even fit on the screen. Don't even fit. I had to come way back here and hold the screen just so y'all can see. It's like twelve percent alcohol, and I take the whole thing. I take I take the whole thing to my head, <sighs> just so it can hurry up and kick in. All right, let me go to this class. Do you understand how negative you got to be when you got to get inebriated for positivity? <laughs> okay. Reverend, which <laughs> you could rewind and press play on that one. That's it. <laughs> I had to get inebriated just to go around positive folk. Boy, I'm in a place. I'm in a serious place in my head. And then one day, in the middle of my ungratefulness, this is why I'm. This is why I'm always. This is why I never let people stay that you got to be faithful for the God to show up. Cause that ain't my testimony, sugar. Because every time he showed up for me, I was faithless. You understand? I ain't got no, oh, I was doing all the right stuff story. Nope. 
all my stories start off with at my worst. Come on, somebody. <laughs> so, I know for sure God shows up when you have no faith. And sitting there in my ungratefulness, I realized, let's see, I started an internship in July, so this was about September. I said, wow, I'm in a room full of people who actually want me to win. Nobody's against me. And I vowed that day I would create something like that. And there is, years later, it will become ATS, right? That's not how it started. It started off as a leadership class, and it would become ATS later. No. Let me tell you how beautiful this universe works. No in my worst resistance came the seeds of ATS. I probably thought of this buzzed. Do you understand? <laughs> Come on, Phil. Yeah, by the way, I do understand, but that isn't why I clamped on. Uh, I'm doing a training with this uh, lift and the, uh, the uh, courses that we've talked about. Yes, and sir. just this morning, I got to go back here in a little bit. Just this morning, a guy wrote a book called Who's Got Your Back? And he did research. 55% of the people said nobody. Wow. 55% of the people said nobody. And then you ready for the next one? Man, I think I am. 60% of those 55% were married. <laughs> I was not ready, Phil. <laughs> God, talking. I'm literally speechless. Yo, we got to write that down. We, 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 we have to, I'm a tailor. Well, I think we already, I think we are already tailored to these folk. I think we already are, but I said, care a funny video, by the way, to y'all earlier. <laughs> well, a lot of people, they go off, you know, for eight, 10, 12 hours a day to their jobs and they come back and they're tired and they just want to eat and go to bed and they, the circle just keeps going. They have no relationship. <laughs> that was another reason, you know, when we started this, I, I'm like, I don't want to go sit in some office. I, you know, I tried that and I didn't like that at all. Yeah. How can you have a life? You know, how can you have yeah. a marriage? How can you be a parent? All those things. That's fair. Be who you are when you're, when you're in that situation. Yes, yeah, completely and fair. That's what most of the people out there are in. And then during this pandemic, when they had to stay home together. Oh, man. Yeah. That was that was bad on a lot of abuse spouses, too, or significant others as well. So I, I, I know the abuse rate most certainly went up, too. So shout out to all of you who had to endure that. And, and you, you kept going. If you just joined us, we're talking about don't worry about the future. Now, I'm just doing all this here because the first thing I wanted y'all to recognize is what someone else does has nothing to do with your future. That was my first point, Gracie. See? This is why I ain't want all that holier than thou stuff. I needed you to be real today. 
I got one, two, three, four, five, six, a lot of them. Number one, what somebody else does, law, ain't got nothing to do with your future. And the faster I learned that, y'all, it's the faster peace found me. Let me tell you what my problem was when I get to law. <clears throat> my problem was, Kiera, because you're you a fighter like me. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't talking to nobody. It was just, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Grace got angry and held it all in. Me and you, nah, nah. We, <laughs> you catch these hands. You know what I'm saying? You fight like me. My problem was, I kept saying, stop. You stop. So you stop messing up what I'm trying to do. I can't have that around me. I ain't the only one. I, I, I ain't the only one. All right, all right. Don't do that because I'm planting things over here and you're messing up what I'm planting. False. Lies. How I behave has nothing to do with what you create. I'm coming back to it. Come on, Law. Let me hear you. Add on to that because what I often used to tell myself and other children who were growing up in foster care is that you are not your parents' mistake. They have no bearing over whatever world it is that you're trying to create. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. We not just gonna say that. And <laughs> wait a minute. Okay. We gonna receive that. You are not your parents' mistakes. Mistake. My goodness, you came here to you came here to fight, didn't you? Amen. Thank you. <laughs> to I know that's right. Everybody preaching today, huh? All right. Okay, Law, go on finish. <laughs> I just wanted to. You ran over that too quick. You ran over that awesome. too quick. You supposed awesome. to rewind, press play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead, Law. You know that wisdom runneth over. You know it just. Yes, you are not your parents' mistakes. Whatever hand it is that you're currently dealing with, play that hand to your best of your ability and know that there is going to be another hand coming to you, but you're not your parents' mistake. That's right. That's right. Listen, y'all. What someone else is doing to mess up your life, well, now, I'm talking, now I'm talking about the intentionality of it. Some of you got parents literally trying to mess up your life so you don't pass them up. still on okay it's still on some of y'all i'm looking out it's i'm looking at at least three of you i know your stories it's happening right now we ain't talking about what i just said they metaphorical like they got to deal with this right when they hang up they might get a text message from their parents you know what i'm saying when they leave here toxic parents by susan ford it's a great read i need to read that myself child Go ahead and uh, post an Amazon link out there. We're going to go ahead and go grab that. Yes, she, she said, can I order it? Yes, yes, you can. If I'm intentionally trying to sabotage you, that ain't got nothing to do with your future. Oh, hear me in this place. Do you know how many people have come through ATS and tried to intentionally sabotage me because I didn't want to do what they wanted to do? Because I follow a different path 
and they just quietly faded away. Well, it was loud for them. Quiet in this universe. Do you understand? It's just loud outside. But real quiet. Let me tell you how the people that's going to hate you the most. It's going to be the people that won't. The people that run up on Kiera and hate Kiera are the people who try to tell Kiera that you get happiness when I tell you you get happiness. You can do whatever you want to, Kiara, as long as it's what I say you can do with your life. Then we can be happy when you do what I want you to do with your life. And the moment that these, Kiara say no, these people turn on her. And they become your first antagonizers. There's a way to say that spiritually. Sugar's an evangelist. When sugar establishes a direction for a church or something, the folk who want to hate on her, folk who will hate on her soon, they're going to come to her. Hey, you know, I just want to let you know I'm full support of you. And I can't wait for we to do this my way. That ain't how they're going to say it, but they're going to get close to her to say, I think this organization that God gave you the vision for should do like this over here in what I want it to do. And the moment Sugar say, no, can't do that, is the moment that becomes your biggest antagonizer. To be inside the will of God is to be outside the will of people. That's right. Okay, come on, Sugar, let me hear from you. Uh, that did take place in a, a, a church situation. It wasn't really against me, but it was against because I was the new person there. And some of the other people had been there years and years before I got there. And so anytime there was something suggested by me that the pastor wanted done, they were all against it or they wouldn't participate. But the minute they were overseeing a project, a, a conference, a women's group, a study group, or oh, they wanted all full support, full support. And so I had to learn how to put them in a position to where they had to support what it was that I was doing. Otherwise, it was constant conflict and nobody could see it because in the front, everybody was so happy, happy. But then behind the scenes, that's where that was coming in from. But I couldn't allow them to stop me from doing what God called me to do. I couldn't stop these other people from uh, saying and feeling what they were saying and feeling from what I knew that I was supposed to do, such as even with the, the TV show. You know, how are you going to do that? And someone, y'all, listen to this. Someone had the audacity to say I was a scammer because I wasn't charging people to be guests on the show. And, I, and they said, well, there's no way anybody can just have a TV show and don't charge anybody. She's got to be scamming. But she said it to my niece, not knowing it was my niece. And to this day, five years later, my calendar is still too full for me to get her on as a guest. Look at that. See what you did. Praise the Lord. Praise yeah. the Lord. Praise when, the Lord. When you focus on what you want, the things that mean you harm, they get locked out your schedule. Some of y'all are too busy for the bad stuff happening to you. You don't even know it's happening. I'm coming back to that. I'm coming back to it. It's, I'm, I'm coming back to it. It's, it. it's in my script. Now, 
she just kept saying, I couldn't allow, I couldn't allow. The truth is, they ain't had no power anyway. Y'all, they did not have power. They can't, because I can never unmanifest what you manifested. Can I give you two examples? They stories of sacred texts. Same person, two different times of his life. There's a guy, young guy, in 605, no, yes, yes, 605 BC, he gets captured to an unknown land, and he is a slave, a vegan slave, by the way, Susan, you'll like that, he's a vegan slave, and his name is Daniel, he's got three friends, okay, now, Daniel, young guy, about 19, they say, uh, King, let me tell you what the problem is. The problem, King, is too many people praying to other gods, and you, God, you should sign an edict. 30 days, can't nobody pray unless they praying in your name to you. That sounds good. They was trying to trap Daniel. This is this is a real sacred text, okay? They was trying to trap Daniel. I mean, Daniel saying, well, I know what they said, but I still got to pray. Now, pause. Pay attention to the rest of the details. Daniel's head of worship is about 500 kilometers away from where he's enslaved. It's still standing. Because it doesn't get destroyed until 586 BC. This is 605 BC. It's still up. Daniel says, I know I'm going to die if I do my act of worship, but I got to do it anyway. Help me, somebody. Daniel then goes to his upper room, opens the door. This is, excuse me, the window, and the text says, towards Jerusalem. Y'all missed it. Rewind, press play. He goes, opens the window towards Jerusalem because his temple isn't in the vicinity, but he can remember where the temple is. Second time, Susan, a few more people going to get it. He can't see where his power comes from but he knows if I could just turn into the direction where I remember it was, I could tap into that power. <laughs> I'm making my old self happy. Every now and then, when people are intentionally against you, you got to remember where your blessings came from, Law, and look at those blessings so you can fade out those curses. You understand what I'm saying? He didn't go to Jerusalem. He just turned the windows and looked that way. If you don't have enough fortitude and intelligence to look towards your present blessings, you're going to always worry about your future. Okay, I'm just building. I, I just moved the point two real slick like. I'm still going. Then here's what happened. Just why I say, even if I'm against you, Pam, that don't mean nothing. Because that same, uh-oh, 
I gotta check. Tell me you need to produce <laughs> all the areas. What the delivery you get to us on every story? You know what? You might be right. You know what? All right, all right. Write that down. Put that send it to me a line out. It's the Antonio Smith translation. <laughs> Absolutely, because he makes the Bible come alive, and you, and so many people stop following the word because pastors kill it and they make it death and dust and it blows in the wind and it blows away from them instead of coming alive and coming into them and becoming part of them and they become part of the word and live the word he makes it come manifest in the life of the people who hear the word don't say that to me, Deanna. <laughs> so I can that, that is in. exactly why I don't know no scriptures. Thank <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lord, why mo most people have fallen away from the church. There's this thing falling away mm -hmm. because pastors have, have decided the word is theirs. It ain't theirs. They took it for themselves and they're going to do it their way. They don't make it yours. Oh my God, I had to, okay. I just start breathing again, Kira. I just start breathing again. <laughs> you ain't lied though, you ain't lied. All right, same, I said two stories. Oh, go ahead, Kira. Before y'all do that, I just wanted to tell y'all something because I literally had somebody just in tears and the session really bothered me because they, their whole family and their upbringing is into church. And they're a beautiful person, but literally to the point of nothing because they are bisexual and that's what they identify with. And they have been shunned and, you know, they are, they're literally warm with themselves and to the point they are breaking down to nothing because of things like this. Um, so I think it's so just for me to jump right off of one call into this, it was a reason that this message needed to be. Yeah, buddy. And that, that is, that is, that is happening a lot. Monica knows somebody going through a very similar situation. I do somebody. exactly. <laughs> did you did you think about that when she started talking? Oh, immediately. Immediately. <laughs> Lost, let me hear from you. And I give you the second story. That is the absolute reason why I left the last church in which I was a part of, because the first lady said, Well, let us pray for Lord, because he's suffering with homosexuality. And I said, Hold up. I ain't suffering from nothing. The day I wake up and God said, no, you shall not like men anymore. You like women. Then that's what it'll be. Until then, you will respect me as I am. And that's it. And we won't have this conversation again. <laughs> so we continue on with Bible service. <laughs> and we all know that you said exactly that in that way. We all know you did. <laughs> we all know you did. My second story. Same person, not too far after. Say, listen, we got him. Kill him. King say, oh, man. Nah, Y'all set up Daniel? You know I love Daniel. Oh, man. Oh, but King, you got to do it because you know if you don't, if God has to do what God say, all right, all right, all right. Throw him in the lion's den. End of the story. Forget the details right now. End of the story. The king come back. Law. Now, you understand when you in the lion's den all night, 
and you don't feed the lions. But listen to the king's question. Daniel, are you there? That's some faith. You know, because it's a dumb question, really. <laughs> the question don't really make no sense in this context. But he said, and let's go back to it. Now, here's these lions. All I can tell you is Daniel's God never changed those lions from being lions or their appetite. Because when Daniel got out and the other people got thrown in, them lions attacked. So Daniel's God did not change the nature of what was supposed to kill him. He just made what was supposed to kill him ineffective. I'm talking to sugar now. And I'm trying to tell some of y'all right now that some of the stuff happening to you, it's just rendered ineffective when you open your windows towards what you're supposed to be paying attention to. Saying that philosophically, if you just focus on what is good or what you want, what is not what you want or what is bad must fade away. This is what it is. Essentially, Daniel's God turned the lions into pillows. I can imagine him just resting on some furry pillows, sleep. Good. Now, do you want to be scared of lions or you want the lions in your life to be ineffective? Because that's what we're talking about. Don't worry about the future. Make the things that's supposed to kill you ineffective. Mm, 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 mm. So how do we do that? Well, you cannot control what they do, Antonio. You can only control how you react to them. Mm. Everybody don't want to hear that. All y'all know it. Everybody don't want to hear it. All you can do is control your reaction to them. I can tell how much money somebody is going to make or how much money they do make by how they respond to controversy. It's, it's the greatest way to see who someone is. If you catch me out here, if somebody do me something wrong, and it's going to happen tomorrow and today, whatever, and you catch me trying to gaslight by a jury, right there, stop following me, because my income is about to go all the way down until I change. Because that is the vibrational frequency of someone who has lack. When you are perfectly okay with people attacking you, and, and, and intentionally trying to bring you down, when you're okay with that, I'm not telling you you just, your mind ain't playing tricks on you, but when you have no response but prosperity, what you're saying is the thoughts in my consciousness match the thoughts in my subconsciousness, which match the thoughts of my superconscious. We're in harmony. An easier way to say that is source you is in alignment with the actionable you right now. The only time y'all argue back and forth is when source you and you ain't doing the right thing, ain't doing the same thing. How can you be mad at somebody when you know you fit to be a hundred billion dollars anyway? What's the point? 
they are they are there to serve you to that goal. <laughs> right? That's what they're there for. This situation is part of my journey to get to a hundred billion dollars. Oh, look at you serving me with your rude self. Come on, come on, Grace. Have you have you gotten to number two or are we still in number one? Number two was you can't control what they do. You can only control your reaction to them. And I gave you some stories to support that. Okay. Number three. If you have enough energy, I'm going to give you some illustrations with this. Hold on, Deanna's texting me. Must be important. Okay, go ahead. If you have enough energy and enough emotion centered around what you want and then directed to your inner peace. So let me let me let me break both of those down real quick. E equals MC squared is what Einstein said. He just says that energy is just mass over time by the speed of light twice, right? It's just over and over and over and over and over. It's just energy. If you keep energy in one place, it becomes matter. He, he said, he basically said this phone is just energy. It's just a lot of energy of whatever makes this phone in one spot. But if you measure this, it could be energy. It has a vibration. That's what Einstein did. So y'all pay attention. I'm telling you, if you have enough energy towards what you want and make sure that energy is also directed towards your inner peace. So we got to go out and in. I know what I want and this is going to keep me calm because I'm on the right path. You see it? I'm both out and in. I know where I'm going. And since I know where I'm going, that makes me feel good. So that's what I'm saying. If you got enough energy to know where you're going and make sure that you feel good, here's the punchline, then you will never notice opposing forces pulling against you. Never, ever. Let me give you an example. <clears throat> Law, you be in a car. What kind of car you be driving? It is a 1999 Ford Expedition. <clears throat> All right. That's a big metal car, too. That's They don't make them like that no more. They got the plastic and stuff. This one, you get that, into that a wreck with Law. There. That was father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get into a wreck with Law. Your car messed up, not his. You understand? Okay. <laughs> now, Law's got a big old big old and he driving let's say law hit a hundred miles per hour or whatever that is equivalent to kilometers okay everybody got me so far and i put a toy truck going in the opposite direction of law and i put it on the back of his ford you ain't gonna notice that. You gonna keep on moving. You just gonna drag that little toy truck. Let me make it a lawnmower. Is is the Ford gonna slow down? No. You just gonna drag that lawnmower. Let me make it a Honda Civic. If you're already going 70 miles per hour, you ain't gonna feel that either. You just gonna drag that Honda Civic. The brakes can be on law. 
and you're going to brag, you're going to drag that Honda Civic to catch fire. You're moving too fast. You got too much energy going in your direction. Uh-oh, it's starting to make sense. That's what this is. All right. You got too much 100 miles per hour going in your direction. So all the opposing forces against you, you can't feel. It is only when you confuse and go, I don't know what I want to do. I'm going to pay attention to this. I'm going to pay attention to all this stuff. All this stuff, I think Abraham would say, rockets of desires. All, all over the place, right? All over the place. You, you're all over the place, and that's when anything pulling against you got you because you ain't pulling nowhere. Mm, 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 mm. Grace back there shout. If you going somewhere and going there fast, anybody against you, you're not even supposed to feel. Listen, some of y'all finna be so successful that somebody 10 years from now gonna say, you know that was your biggest hater, really? I didn't even know they knew me. <laughs> I didn't we even know they knew friends. me. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> I, I, I thought we was cool. They was pulling against you the whole time, Kiara. You never felt it. You know, Kiara said the other day, she's, well, the other week, she's three. You know how much less opposing viewpoints and forces she has felt since she then became one? And each year you go, they're going to be less and less. Listen, y'all, some of the stuff is <laughs> was too busy loving them. Some of the stuff is supposed to pull y'all, but y'all don't even feel it. But you have to have enough energy going in enough places. Enough places. Then you start getting like Phil. I don't know if y'all remember the story Phil told. Phil had one of the kids say, oh, you talked about it. Now, come on now, you know I ain't do that. Phil got too much good energy going in all the good places to where the person had to say, you, you sure right. You, no, no, you never did that. And the problem over. Now it's an illustration for a keynote. <laughs> it's, a, it's an illustration for a keynote instead of some bad memory. When you pulling forward, and I keep using the word pull because Tony Robbins says you got two different types of motivation. You got push motivation and pull motivation. Push motivation eventually run out, but that pull motivation when Pam Norris say, you know what, I'm done with Ice Buddy. Ice Buddy say, no, you're not. Get up. Get your butt up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, go ahead on 12 o'clock call. You ain't missing nothing. Get your butt up. You ain't done. Go to take a nap. Take a nap. We're going to give you a good idea when you wake up. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You got to have enough stuff moving forward. Essentially, sugar, if all you doing it's taking your Ford Explorer at 100 miles per hour towards your goals. Guess what? Don't worry about the future. Because anything trying to keep you in your past, it's getting drug along to your future. Insignificantly, it's going to fall off. It ain't going to be able to hang. Can I give you another example? Okay. All right, Phil. Phil's got to go to training. Grace is on the phone call. Sometimes if you just get around the right people, you ain't even got to know the right stuff. The wrong stuff will just fall off you. Help me, somebody. If you're around the right people, the wrong stuff will just fall off you. Anything wrong with care is falling off every day. 
because she's too close to the right people. Anything wrong with Sugar falling off? Law had some stuff fall off of him in the office just by sitting in the dark having conversations. He wouldn't even try to drop nothing that day. Wouldn't even try to drop nothing. <laughs> we eat his vegan mac and cheese. Stuff just falling off. Because you can't be close to the right people and have stuff just attached to you. No. No, don't do that. Some of y'all, you're not close enough. Help me somebody. Some of y'all, you're just not close enough. You want a therapy company and you ain't close to care? That's your fault. Right? This is what it is. You should be closer. You should be working with her, not against. I can't wait to go on her platform and say that to her people. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, next. Oh, well, Grace ain't taking notes no more, so whatever number I'm on. I believe it's number four. No, that was, yes, four. When you do not have a clear objective for your energy or your desires, then the resistance, excuse me, then you, no, then your resistance becomes a major factor in your life. So when you don't have enough clear and objective, you know, when, you, when you're not moving 100 miles per hour, law, resistance becomes a major factor. All of you listen. Get to the point in life in which resistance is no longer a major factor in your life. So if you keep waking up tired, something's wrong with your alignment. If you keep having to prove you right, something's wrong with your alignment. Ooh. Antonio. Yes, ma'am. What would you say um, to people who don't understand how to come into alignment with themselves? What would they need to be doing? Nothing. Nothing at all. What they need to do is start examining themselves from an external standpoint. Here's what I mean. Albert Einstein says that the consciousness that creates a problem, how does he say it? Man cannot solve a problem with the same consciousness that has created it. So if you don't, if you're in Kiara's question, you're the problem. So don't do nothing. It's time to start listening to Kiara. It's time to start reading books like Toxic Parents. Because there's too much of you in your situation and you need an external consciousness to shift your mindset. And since you can't do it, you need to get closer to whatever is external. So don't do nothing but get closer. This is when you become a grateful student. Don't do nothing else. And Tony, why would you say don't do nothing? You shouldn't tell people, why would you do something? Why would you take that nasty vibration and touch stuff? <laughs> like, think about it. Everything you go put together is going to have that vibration on it. Grace and Diana tell you all the time, whenever they get upset, don't, say, don't you touch nothing. Don't you send an email. Don't you touch, because I understand that email is going to have that vibration on it. I don't care about that. Oh, but I did it. No, 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 no. Because everything is energy. You sent that energy out there. So don't do nothing. It's time for you to be a happy student and let somebody like Kiara start pouring into you so that vibration could change. Because if you start doing stuff, all you're going to do is have that nasty 
demon poverty vibration on all of it. You're building a company to lose because you're touching stuff. Don't touch nothing. Sit here and listen. I'm telling you. I can't tell you how many times I've made people say, all right, slow down. Let me pour into you first. Then we can talk. Word up. Law? It's funny that you say that because I actually, I do that a lot to my nephew who's four and he threw some tantrum this morning and I make him sit in the chair, think about what was going on. You ready to talk about this situation? No, you're not ready. You still need to. All right, no problem. And then once he comes to it and he's calm and he's happy-go-lucky and he can't stand me when I do this. I don't want the chair. I don't want the chair. But then we can actually talk. Uh, but what I want you to make sense of is when I was underneath the psychosis in which I was underneath, I would always go on the terrace and I would say that I'm going into therapy and I don't understand for the life of me, why was I trying to therapize my own self? <laughs> and it used to drive my mother crazy because she was like, I don't understand. And I would put her on pause. I'd be like, no, 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 I need to. And then I would kind of come out of there. I don't know why. No, it makes sense, man. Now, therapy has its place in, as I think subconsciously you were understanding. So coaching is moving forward. Therapy is moving backwards. The good therapists know how to do both, move backwards and forward. Kiara would probably master moving backwards and forward. You got to go backwards so you can release some stuff. So what you were trying to do was release some stuff that was holding you. That's what therapy is for. Even as a coach, I have to do a lot of therapy when I get, when I hit a, on these phone calls, I got to do it. That's why I be saying, all right, camera's on. I see, oh, I done said something. I done hit the collective, the collective wall block. All right, let's, let's start giving illustration. Let's start doing therapy is to go backwards and to cut stuff off. Well, it ain't to cut it off because you got to cut off a good cognitive behavioral therapist, which care is familiar with will make you create I'm, I'm going to say this simply and rudimentary, but make you create your own wrinkles in your own brain to figure out your own stuff so you can go, ah, so I did that? And right there, all Carrie trying to do is just destroy your social constructs. But she can't do it. She's got to have you do it. Like the movie Inception. Remember that with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes. And I was yeah. going to say that. Kind of like the movies that rank on time with uh, Oprah. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. That actually made me watch that. Same thing. You have to therapy. So when you were you were tapping into something that lets you know you just one of the people that was able to do it yourself, right? You just one of the people able to do it yourself. This is why meditation is so important. Meditation gets all that crap off you. You just start vibrating that source. Let me tell you something. The person that's really inside sugar is not broke. The person that's really inside sugar is not worried. The person inside sugar volunteered to do prostitution with her. Think about that. Oh, let me push that further. I didn't, I, I didn't get a strong enough reaction. Y'all ain't never did something that source or God didn't do with you. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> uh -huh. And all of that 
It's just this beautiful understanding that when you strip away everything, you ain't got no low self-esteem. You ain't never had low self-esteem until they gave it to you. You didn't think your feet was ugly till they told you they were. You didn't know you had a big nose and somebody said it. Come on now. You just walking around like every other baby, just naked, running off. The diaper that came off, you running. Come on back here. Get back here, Antonio. Get back here. Get back here. Put this there. Gone. Gone. You just gone. Because ain't nobody, because adults hadn't messed you up yet. Yeah. It's adults that mess us up. Broken adults raise children to be broken children who become broken adults. One of my biggest events, I'm going to tell y'all, I say this all the time. I've never said it in this platform, but I will. Kiara, Deanna, they got a lot harder than me. Okay? Law, you had a harder than me. I would pick growing up in a trash can before I ever, ever, ever pick some parents that y'all had. I'm not tired. I ain't being disrespectful. I'm just saying that whole drive-by promise and that whole confuse the crap out of me and that whole tension between I love you, I don't, I don't suffer from that. That's why I'm so bold and such a risk taker. My parents ain't never came back and told me money didn't grow on trees. So I just start the trash can. I was going to have a lot of money. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, real talk, I, I don't have my advantage is I never had my parents. As as crazy or paradoxical as that sound, they never gave me their bad habits. And that's the truth. So I literally grew up with no bad habits. And any bad habit, you know how easy it was for me at 14 to be super duper crazy woke when I came to enough consciousness to realize, oh, I did all this myself. I, I probably need to stop. Because it was me. Who else I was going to blame? <laughs> I can't blame nobody. I'm here because I'm here. I don't know how y'all put up what y'all put up, but you're strong. You're strong. Okay? You're super strong. And there's a few more of you. You're strong. I don't know how to deal with that. I'm telling you. I ain't got it in me. If I did have it in me, Kiera, I'd have your life. If I was strong enough to deal with what you put up with, I would deal with you what you put up with. I need y'all to hit me. I'm super strong. But if you give me Kiara's life, I will crumble. Because that ain't my path. Everybody got just enough to ascend. Nothing less. If you give me Deanna's life, I would crumble. Also, if you give me Deanna's life, I'd make every decision she ever made. Therefore, it's impossible for any of us to be better than anybody. Because if we were all living each other's lives, we would all make all the bad decisions and good decisions we've all made. Come on, Law. The flip side of that for me is even though you took personal responsibility for your own actions, why is it that it's so easy for someone to pass 
that responsibility onto the parents because of that. And me, myself, I wouldn't allow myself to do that, which makes me so weird. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. Guess, yeah. I mean, we just don't want to take responsibility for our lives, you know. Like this is Kiara's dealing with this. The only reason Kiara has a job in the first place is because these people don't want to take responsibility for their actions. Like that is her job security. There would there would be no therapy field, <laughs> right? It's, if there was no crime, there'd be no cops. If there was no people passing the buck, there'd be no Kiaras. There'd be no Pam Norris's. Now, it is that easy now. When, but now they got to go through 500 layers per session, not to get these people to change law, just to get them to say, I think about it. Detox, <laughs> look. And, look, and I think about it is actually an accomplishment. They probably started off at, I'm nope, nope, no way, nope, I don't know. That ain't how I see it. Oh, I love that one. That ain't how I see it. I love that one. Uh, if you well, knew. Blessings to you, Kiara, because by then I'd have to slap someone. I just can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to be, you got to be strong. I mean, the reason I don't like, it's, it's two reasons I don't like coaching. For one, because I'm always just trying to save as many as I can. So one-on-one, I just got to really like you. To, if you got a video message for me at any time, I just really like you, okay? That's what that is. Because I just don't fool with people like that. I'm too much of an introvert to let you drain me like that. Two, I just be wanting to say, if you shut the f up, maybe we could get somewhere. You know I be wanting to say that, but I know that ain't, that's not effective, Pam Norris. You can't do that. You understand what I'm saying? You can't, you can't, that's not effective. That's not effective. But that don't mean that that ain't what I be wanting to say. You know, I mean, I be wanting to say, look, you've been talking for 50 minutes and you ain't got nowhere. You just came here to talk. All right, that's fine. You can build anyway. You understand what I'm saying? But that's also not a good approach. Shout out to all therapists. Y'all doing a good job. <laughs> good job. Good job. Nah, man, but a lot of answer your question. People just, they just it's easy to pass the buck. Because if I because if I had to admit that it was that easy, then I also have to admit that I made my life hard. And we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. If 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 I understood that everybody had an equal shot to be Oprah. And all I had to do was be happy and believe that I got $3 billion. If it's that easy, why well, I ain't got it? And that question right there, that tension, that cognitive dissonance, we're not having that. It's the same reason you can't, I use, I do both sides. I do both sides. It's the same reason you can't tell an Obama supporter, Obama ain't nothing, cognitive dissonance sit in. It's the same reason you can't tell a Trump supporter, Trump ain't nothing. In the news right now, as of this recording, Somebody just said that they are sabotaging the U.S. Postal Service for the election. That's a real deal statement, okay? That's a real deal statement. And what's going to happen is two things. 
I'm not saying this is wrong. I'm not saying it's right because I don't vibrate at this frequency. You understand? But I can just tell you the U.S. Postal Service brings a lot of medicine to a lot of people who need it. A lot of welfare checks, a lot of social security checks, a lot of retirement checks. So don't just think it's about milling off bills. All right? It's a lot that goes on there. Here's what's going to happen. Some supporters, which is just fine, are going to say, well, that's right, or no, he didn't. And you're looking at the evidence. Here's what I'm trying to say here. Pam Norris and Karen know this all too well. When people ain't ready for the answer, ain't nothing you can do. They never gonna receive it. They have just decided I shall make this invisible until I'm ready, which goes back to what Kira was saying. So what, what, what do you say to a person when nothing, don't do nothing? Because their consciousness is keeping their breakthrough invisible to them. So you gotta be a student, Listen to a Pam Norris because your awareness is blocking your blessings. I don't work no harder than <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make sense to do so anyway. <clears throat> now, the next number, focus on all the great stuff and don't focus on the stuff you don't want. I've, this is like this is so much freedom. Let, let, let me say it a different way, y'all. If you don't like something in your life, stop giving it attention. Stop fixing it. If I, oh my God, if I could open your heads up and pour that in, stop fixing stuff. Like if, if I could just pour that in your head, stop fixing your daddy. I love that, Antonio. <laughs> That's it, Susan. Go ahead. Because I always want to fix everything. I'm a fixer of everything. I can relate. <laughs> I can relate. Oh, I can relate. That's just strategic thinking. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you just have to sit back and let it flow. Most of the time. <laughs> yes, most of the time. Because it's just there to be a part of your blessing. Yes, it's not supposed to be something you fix. When you fix something, you give it energy. And where yeah. there is energy, there is matter. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. so, so don't fix it. Just say, this is what I want. And you keep going what you want, what you want, what you want, until it becomes natural and the rest will fade away. Y'all got me? Thank you, Susan. I should Susan got our camera on. Yes. I can listen. Us us strategic thinking folks, we want to fix everything. And, and we got the capacity to do so. And then we run up on it and be like, oh my God, I can't fix this. And what do we do? We go, I'll figure it out. And right, <laughs> and right there, we do. <laughs> that I'll figure it out. It's that, that's that's what dooms us. Right there, because we can figure out everything. If you give us, if you give Susan enough time, she will figure it out. The yeah. problem is, she go keep her breakthrough into figuring it out, and not being into her supreme destiny. Her her whole alignment would have changed to let's figure this out instead of let's be this billionaire, whatever it is that she wants for her life. Don't relegate supreme you. 
to figuring out a problem. That was for myself too. I, I look, I just popped myself in the mouth. You understand? Uh, for myself. Uh, Law. I almost called you Leroy. Leroy. Go ahead, Law. You sound like my trainer last night. <laughs> <laughs> he said them kick was too high. <laughs> <laughs> you act like Bruce Leroy. <laughs> Here, I, I receive what you say, and, and I get it, but the strategic uh, part of me... That's exactly what me and Susan suffered with. <laughs> it just seems going. so simple, right? I'll give you two examples, right? Okay. Now I'm working in the corporate office or what have you, and you got all these people that's working in there, and it just makes sense that you would just fill up the last sugar. Like, it's in the cabinet. Like, how hard is it? So then I go on, and I know they watch me on the camera, what have you. Like, this man done filled up all the sugars, the teas, the coffees, then wiped down, changed the paper towel, and all that. And then the next day, come back, and it's just like, two, in my house. I done went through here for all these couple of weeks, and then released clutter, and rearranged stuff, and put stuff where, where it's supposed to be, or what have you, or everything has a place. And then everything is right back to what it was a couple of weeks ago. And I'm just like, I can't wait to get out of here because this just don't make no sense. And that's it right there. Yo, two examples. How do I get over not wanting to, to do it? Because for me, I don't think that you should take an extra step to do something. It just makes no sense. If you do it correctly the first time, you got to go back to it. So therefore, it makes everything else easier. It's how I always look at it. Makes sense. A few things. What well, your one, your two problems is one problem, but I'll give you that analogy I gave you last week. I think walking my five-year-old to school, he's eleven now. I realized that he would, and we was trying to rush to the car because mosquitoes in Southeast Texas. The mosquitoes are as big as these headphones. They, they literally say at your care. They, they, they go to your doorknob and they wait for you to open it. And if you don't open it, they open it for you and then go in the car with you. You understand? Like, these is mosquitoes. And I realized he wasn't moving fast enough. <laughs> they said, you, you, you coming down here, Lawson, you're going to feel him. <laughs> well, you know, Houston got a nice little budget, so they, they kind of keep him away. He's taking a lot of steps. You got to respect the fact, Law, that it took me about 18 steps to get to the car. It took him about 800. You got to respect people's steps in their own life. Everybody don't walk with your stride. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, look at him. That's the look of conviction. That's the, <laughs> that's the look of conviction. All right. Now, your one problem is two problems. You don't get over it. The sugar and the messed up stuff in the house. Listen, y'all, it's real simple. Until Law becomes grateful that he has the opportunity to fix the stuff and to replace the sugar, it's going to keep happening. Because the problem, the real dominant emotion there, he said it, he already know he said it. So this is that consciousness. You can't see when it's in your consciousness. Because you expect them to do it. <laughs> Look at the laugh. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to play this game no more. <laughs> All right, Deanna just had a reaction too. Let me hear it, Deanna. Because I expect certain people to do certain things, it I allow when they don't to shift me off of shift me out of my alignment, and it affects everything. And when you said that, 
you just you just it made so much sense to me like it really did stop it stop stop having expectancies of other people and just live in your own personal alignment because they're master creators just like you are this is me y'all are listening in on conversation i'm having with myself right now they're master creators just like you are so allow them and, and Tony's always tell me allow 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 and I never got it and when he did that he just it, it all just clicked for me allow them to be them you're not perfect you make mistakes people expected things of you and they respond they react and respond to you out of you not living up to their expectancies don't do the same for somebody else and you stop trying to live up to somebody else's expectancies and just live within your alignment, and you'll be just fine. No doubt. So there's a couple of things there. That your real dominant thought, Diana Law, is that you expect it, and that's where your energy's at. So of course your brain is such a machine, it ain't gonna let you be wrong. So when you clock back in tomorrow, the sugar is going to be right what you expect. Because <laughs> you created it that way. <laughs> it's funny that you say that. Oh, gosh. My <laughs> stepfather drives me mad because he will clean the draining board and he will take the containers and sit it on the, cat, on the counter. And I'm just like, but the cabinet is right there. You don't put away all the dishes, but the containers you can't put in the cabinet? It's too hard. <laughs> and that's that's that thing. Who cares? This reminds me of group therapy. Child, we is so much having group therapy today. That is for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. Yeah. Uh, yes, ma'am. Phil thrives in clutter, and I thrive in organization. And it's been a source of uh, <laughs> higher marriage. It, I mean, it's. It's just there. We just have to deal with it. I mean, like right now at his desk, he's sitting around with files. He has, when he said he has the pile system instead of the file system. <laughs> he means it. He means it. They're stacked all around him. And I can't even get over to his desk. And, you know, he has file cabinets right there. So you got the last problem. You can't just put them in the file cabinet? <laughs> yeah. We've got a storage unit, like I've said before, and he won't, he throws nothing away. He, you know, he has attachments to, to everything. I, when he would travel, I would literally hire people to come and start moving stuff out. Well, one time, you know, I had someone scheduled. I don't know, his plane was delayed, but he had already left. He came back, he forgot some something and there was a big pile of stuff out at the road and he's wow. out there trying to go through <laughs> <laughs> but i'm throwing stuff away that he wanted but you know that's just i i get rid of the old out with the old in with the new but he he's attached to those things yeah. and it is a source of um it's always been there, but we've we've learned to adjust and just respect each other's differences, acknowledge it, and just go on with it. Uh, so it's it's a tough one, though. It is. It is. So let me say this here. This I was get my. <laughs> this was my second to last point, 
I'm gonna put it in here now because both Susan and Law talked about it. Other people's behavior in your life is not their character issues. It is a reflection of what you are outputting in your vibrational frequency. <laughs> so we gotta talk. <laughs> we gotta talk. What so if I keep cutting me? I'm I told to stick you. To myself. <laughs> I told you. I said earlier, I was gonna smack everybody in the head. It took me a while to catch this. If I could get y'all to understand, for me, it was with my my ex. I kept going, stop. Just I had to realize that everything I was attributing to her character was a reflection of what I was outputting. That was my vibration. The reason why Phil is taller than Susan is because Susan is short. And, and, and the way that, what's his name? I like Neil the Dun word petite better. I've never petite, liked petite. the word, I, I don't like that word short. I understand, I just apologize. Just call me petite. Petite, there you go. <laughs> Susan is petite. And Neil Donawash says, in the absence of, as absence of what you are not, whatever you're not, I'm going to mess this up. I'm going to have to remember it. In the absence of what you are, what you are not is not, or what you are is not. Basically, here's what it means. It means that Susan has in her the output frequency, the desire to be tall. Therefore, she attracted tall. Law has the output frequency in him to be messy. So he attracts messy. Deanna's just like you. Man, get on my nerves. All this neat stuff. And I had to call out one day, your car is sloppy. So don't you ever tell me. Okay? Don't you ever tell me. Look at it. Look at it. Don't you ever tell me that you're a neat freak. You're not. She oh, has so <laughs> your car too. <laughs> no, my car is great. But what about that closet? What about that sister? closet? No, the closet it is. It's the room. It's the ah. room itself that I'm. <laughs> it's a, see? <laughs> see? So it's, my sister will always say, "Yeah, if they only knew about your room." That's it. <laughs> that's it. Even that's when it. I have my own apartment, like the rest of the house would be immaculate, but that bedroom could. You had to. You got me. to have one place. It has to be one place. Since Susan had the experience of petite, she dominant thoughts desired tall since you and Deanna have the experience of neat you're saying man I wish I could just be sloppy like everybody else you have the dominant desire of being sloppy so you would yes that's what that is and the 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 punchline here is it's okay you're supposed to say wow I like this pile sister, right? Which is gonna get on your nerves. But you get the point though, right? You're supposed to say you're supposed to be okay with all the resistance around you as the punchline here. I can only if Kiara, uh, not to get into your business, but we gonna go ahead and get into your business. Do you happen to have your fancy of dark skin? 
Yeah. Is that okay? Then. Hell's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like light skinned people like that. <laughs> My baby dad is light skinned. He swear I want him after 12 years. I do not like light skinned men. I, and I pray to God I don't have to marry one. <laughs> so there you go. You 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 tend <laughs> she is too funny. You tend to have that affinity to what is opposite. Yeah, it's the same way. You get it? You it's just that thing. Whatever you have experienced, it all has also created the opposite. And if that the opposite is so strong enough, we go seek it into other experiences. That's that's what I'll say. Okay, it could be a mate, significant other, it could be your room. Law wants the neatness, but that room though says, come on in here, man, and relax. <laughs> come on in here and relax, man. You ain't gotta do in here, we trust you. We we keep your secret. <laughs> Look at us laughing. <laughs> And here you ain't got to do that. You ain't got to take a bath tonight if you don't want to. Just lay down. It's all good. Right? That's, that's everybody. Is that what my to, room is telling me? Yes. yes. Mighty comfortable. <laughs> that's why you're so comfortable in there. Your room is like, man, come on, relax, mate. Man, you ain't got to brush your teeth when you feel like it. That's what the room is saying. You ain't got to. Man, don't do don't do no don't do no videos in here. You know you don't want to do that. That that that's TV work. Just relax. Just relax. <laughs> you get it? That's that experience. So please know that other people's character issues that you're experiencing, that's your vibrational output. Because if it was not, you wouldn't be experiencing it. So when I feel the urge, uh -huh. what is it that I should then focus on? So therefore, I am not led down that path of disappointment. <laughs> I want to hear from Monica. She just, I just hit Monica. So I said, uh, no, I got to ask you a question first, though. Are we talking about with people or circumstances? Because there's two different answers. When you feel the urge, what should you focus? Would you feel the urge with people to correct, or the urge with circumstances? Which one? It could be people or circumstances. Most of the time, it's, it's circumstances because I always like to correct or, or make it neater. No it's, doubt. So if it's circumstances, you just say, "Wow, this is serving me to move to Texas and to have my millions." This is part of the process. I say, "Well, I could do that. I could do that." Right? If it's people. You're supposed to observe without getting involved. I am starting to master that part. That part, um, God damn it, is tough. The other, it's the other part that. Yes, it is tough. If it's a circumstance, it's something you created. If it's people, you have to remember, Kiara, they're creating what is their most peaceful life possible. It just happens to have all that drama in it. That's peace to them. You know what I'm saying? That's, that ain't peace to you, but that is peace to them. And you have to just respect the fact that people are master creators. They're going to do what they want to do. So you observe without getting involved. What is this? Oh, okay. Thank you. You observe without getting involved. So you saying I wanted somebody to steal. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
she's too funny. Yes, she did, though. <laughs> yes. Let me break this down, y'all. I kept picking. So my first real love, she had, she had a baby at 14. Makes sense, though, because I was looking for a mother, so I went and found me a mother. That just makes total... Like, you you would have Pam and Carrie, y'all would have diagnosed me with that immediately, sitting on y'all couch, you know, confessing my problems. That's what you would have said. When you you wanted, you never been nurtured, so you went looking, right? You you, you would have said, Antonio, you do know, you keep finding your mama in all these relationships, right? This is exactly what y'all would have told me. I had to figure it out for myself, for God's sake. Now, whew, she was me. Let me tell you, she was me. But I wanted that, not because I had love. Well, I guess everything comes from low self-esteem. But not, in this case, I'll say not because low self-esteem. Because I wanted, and I sure hope y'all hear this, because this is super transparent. I knew I was this good, Pam. And I knew I needed somebody to give me an excuse not to live this out. See, I use her as an excuse not to be great. As long as I can blame her secretly, then I didn't have to have the responsibility of doing what I knew I was supposed to do with my life. Who can relate to that? Well, I say you see the hood every day. Yeah, buddy. Monica, come on in here and jump on this samurai sword. Confess thine sins. Come on, you gave me that emoji. Yes, let me hit the side eye too. So whatever I said, she was like, "Ugh, <laughs> come on." Oh, I had to like copy and paste that that quote in my notes because, yeah, I'm literally sitting thinking about every scenario, and I get it as far as when I think of friendships, people that I surround myself around. It's I'm trying to attract what I want, right? So I, for years, I've tried to attract myself around people who are smarter than me and more successful than me. I've always done that. So I get it. But then I think of the relationship side and I'm like, and obviously, you know, my last situation. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to be like that. So I don't feel like I'm attracted to that. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. so now I'm like confused, but kind of yeah. understanding. Well, basically, so with, with that person, we'll call that person Android Charger. So Monica was with Android. Okay. Android and Android's sole purpose was to unvalidate Monica's openness. Uh oh, I'm knocking down walls over here. Okay, listen, y'all, when y'all do this to grown folk, grown folk get mad at this stuff. Okay, it's, it's easy to have these conversations with young folk, but when you start knocking down walls of 40 year olds. They, they, they fight for that stuff. And Monica's desire to be free and open, Monica also had in her to be hidden. Come on, let me have it. You can disagree. It's all right. Uh, yeah, I don't get that part. I don't get it. <laughs> I know you didn't. I know you did Monica and Law, same person. Like, yeah, it was with, with somebody that, I mean, and I'm talking about with, with somebody, like for real, for real. 
Like, you know, they call, they mess your whole head up in a good way. And they do that back and forth stuff. You know what I'm talking about. The one. The one that you would drop everything for. You know what I'm talking about. The one, the one you, 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 you stop being single real quick and actually be faithful. That one. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. All right. So I got to get, I got to get, I got to get past the player. Kier, I got to, I got to talk. You, you know, it's what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right. That one. You said, let me drop all y'all. Listen, y'all can't, don't call me no more. Don't call me no more. Android is back. Get out of here. All right. That one. And that one. Wouldn't be open, openly homosexual. It sounds so weird to say. It's such a long word. You say it so properly. I know. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> openly gay with you, okay? You ever had to have it to you before? Yes. All right. Now. So we're on touchy subjects right now, okay? You and Monica. Now, ask yourself why. Uh-huh. We ain't talking about low self-esteem, although everything does come from low self-esteem. Maybe, now, I'm not saying this about you. I'm not saying this about you. I'm talking both of you. Just Throw this I've had times in my lives where I knew that this would work if I wanted it to, but the truth is I never wanted it to work. That's not the truth. I claimed I wanted it to work. What I really wanted to do was be distracted. I wanted to lose myself in them so I wouldn't have to find me. Come on, one of y'all. I'm listening. All right, that sounds like yeah, that sounds like my <laughs> that sounds like my first love. I just, man, I don't know how we made it this far. You know, I, he wasn't he wasn't as intelligent as me. <laughs> so finally, when it clicked, I was just like, yeah, I can't do this. Monica, mm-hmm. what about you? Did you did you lose yourself? So you wouldn't sure have to deal with just. Uh, <laughs> Right. So, so then, right. So basically, you attracted someone that would make you lose yourself because you never wanted to find yourself. So all their character flaws was never about them. It was about your desire not to find you. Come on, Kira. And I think to add to that, um, the the capacity that we would even do those things comes from deprivation. Um, I know from not ever feeling loved and not having experienced love, falling in love with love and wanting it, it was like an addiction for me. So I was, I really truly desired that out of deprivation, but I knew damn well from the beginning. <laughs> I said that he don't have no transportation and this is the year, like I doubt he gonna be, he not ready to be loving on nobody like you. But like I said, out of deprivation, I wanted it so bad. Yeah. There was not that. I don't know that conscious part or that awareness. It was more of like it was the blockage because of what I really truly wanted that I was deprived of, and I was trying to get out of that person instead of in in dealing with my deprivation in another way, which I have, which is thank the Lord because this is a long journey. But dealing with that brought me to a level of awareness where I started to deal with people differently at the gate. 
Because like certain stuff with me is an absolute no, I don't care on no, it doesn't even make sense because it's not in my principles. Don't I'm not even gonna go that way to even you know, see if love is there. I'm with you. Let me tell you. <clears throat> Have to let me just be real with y'all, man. I got some folk I wish I can unsleep with. You understand? I just go back and say, nah, you need to give me that back. Nah, you you, you just, just give me that back. We don't know each other no more, right? <laughs> Let me just take. And, 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 and true, look at the law, it's like, man, I want to unsleep with <laughs> Law, forgot he was here for a second. I saw him look up. He was like, "Yep, I'm looking at you right now with your <laughs> sorry self." <laughs> <laughs> I agree with what you said, <laughs> and I agree also with Kiara. Um, oh, she killed 100% that. One hundred percent with that. Yeah, she did. You one hundred percent killed that, and it made a lot of sense because growing up in fourth grade wasn't shown love, so Definitely. he taught me what love was. But in that journey, I was an ass. <laughs> <laughs> I really was. Because yeah. you ain't got no time for tears and fourth kid. And nobody care about your tears and nobody care about your emotions. So why am I going to care about your emotions? Yeah, thank you for the love and all that. But it was from that experience that I understand what love is. And therefore, I'm able to provide it now. But I also know the flags that I'm not going to deal with. Mm. And nip it in the Man. butt quick. Let me tell you what made me change, y'all. I realized that I would get aroused by hurting people's feelings. Look at that, you. Look at you. Don't look at you. He killed off the camera. <laughs> 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 nah, sis, I realized one day you cry, and I realized, well, why am I turned on? man like you know what i'm saying like <laughs> what's going on and i and i had to so i had to process one day i am tripping like i'm really really tripping so it was the deprivation that she was just talking about i never knew that's what it was called but i had to process i said man since i never had control i'm only in relationships to have control mm -hmm. so then i so then i yeah, nah, okay, so then, so then I would play it off and, and I, I would do it in little sexual ways too, Kia. Okay? I'd be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I like, I just like to please, you know, I just like to please and all that. Because what I'm saying is I want to have that power. <laughs> I want to have that power over you because I never had that power ever. This making some sense to some of y'all. I know, I know it's too real for some of y'all. I know you look here, they say. No, nah, you, you're, you're spot on. And I'm not trying to be vulgar, but men do that. And especially with sex, they like to say things so that they can, they can plant that seed and not be bagging up. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Buddy. yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I'll tell you, did that, man. And because all I wanted was that control back. I wasn't with you to love you. I was going to, whatever you needed me to be, that's what I was going to be so I could have that power. Mm, 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 mm. You need me to be a church boy? Yep, yep. You need me to be a Muslim? I got it. Yep, you know what I'm saying? You need gangster? Well, shoot, I come from that. That ain't too hard anyway. You know, that's just, so you just want me to be real then. <laughs> you know, it was to the point really where I didn't even know who I was. I was so many different people to so many. Yeah, them poor women, Lord. And I paid for all of it, too. Let me tell you, I got all my karma back, Pam Norris. Let me tell you, 
all my stuff came back. And I want to say it came back at once. It did, but it came back at once all the time forever. <laughs> I just walked out of my karma, let me tell y'all. Ooh. Which leads me to this point here. Nobody should ever be responsible for how you feel. Nobody should be obligated to make you feel better. Some of the people to me, seriously, some of the people in your life they love you. They just tired of being in bondage to your feelings. Mm, mm, mm. I think I finally paid all my karmic debt too. Good. <laughs> she did the little celebration. <laughs> Listen. Man, it'd be like, like Lord, man, I, I appreciate, man, we have a good time, but God dang, why? Why am I paying this man taxes? Man, I don't even know this cat. You got to be paying this cat taxes. Real talk. Anyway, go ahead, Law. It's funny when you said that, because in my head, I remember one dude I was dating, I used to tell him, I'll never break your heart all at once. It just... You lying! Break your heart. <laughs> I'll never break your heart. Man, he used to know it. I was like, damn, you just terrible. All that I'll never break it all at once. <laughs> you praying though. Listen. But what my question is, how do you know when you actually cause you said you think you burned up all your karmic debt? How do I know when you've actually burned up all your So there's a there's a formula for this online. I'll let y'all go look it up, but let me just give it to you in this simplicity. Uh, in phases. Basically, so let's say Kiera. I use Kiera as an example. I have a responsibility through karma to do what I said, I, what it's going to do for Kiera. And until then, I must operate in that way with the spirit of excellence, period. You understand what I'm saying? <clears throat> when it revisits you, <laughs> you aren't moved by it, no doubt. The moment that you are you find yourself and you've done everything and you've restored this person's peace don't matter if they don't have their peace then what you got to do is you got to walk through what you did to them now so that's not enough just because you're done with hurting them doesn't mean that harvest is not coming back to you you still got to walk out that harvest. Could take a while. Could take a year or two. Could take a while. It is what it is. You know, no one determines how long harvest lasts. But you'll know when. When it comes to the point in which this person doesn't make you feel guilty, even though they try, and you love on them, and you're so grateful for their accomplishments and all that great stuff and their decomplishments and all you want to do is have what's best for them genuinely, you've probably walked yourself out that car. Which good question leads me to my very last question and my closing thoughts. If, my very last point and my closing thoughts. 
And I want you to leave with this. If you don't know nothing else I done said today about not worrying about the future. And I want you to know a few things before I get to it. You shouldn't be reactionary, okay? You got to get out the point. Anybody that's a deliberate creator is not reactionary. You got to stop reacting. All right? Now I want everybody to wake up. Take a deep breath. Relax. There we go. We're almost done. When you're looking for harmony, that's what you'll find. You'll find it. I'm not at my point yet. I'm just dropping out these nuggets. Everybody ready? Nod your heads if you're ready. All right. As long as you think you have to fix someone, you will never get what you want. That's my last thought. As long as you got one person in your life, at at least one, if you got anybody in your life you think you got to fix, Susan says, so true. And let me tell you something. This will be real slick on you. This fixing people, some of you got siblings that you still got something to prove to. That's fixing. You're proving a point of, if you got something to prove, it means I got something to prove so I can change your point of view. It's the understood statement there. That's fixing somebody. And if you got to fix them, you'll never get what you want. The people who have self-actualization on this planet don't have nothing to prove. You've truly mastered your life when you're just experiencing this life, I've got nothing to prove. Nothing. I got about five promises left. Them joints about to be done. I might not even die. I might just rainbow body out this joint. I ain't even just, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, listen, I ain't got nothing to prove. I got nothing to prove because I'm way done with that phase of my life. At this point, I've treated everybody well, even those who did not want me to be well. But that ain't why I ain't got nothing to prove. I don't have nothing to prove because I decide that way. I ain't got nothing to prove to me. And if I ain't got nothing to prove to me, I sure enough ain't got nothing to prove to you. It's where my confidence comes from. Well, my confidence comes from two places, from losing a lot. But I ain't got nothing to prove. I don't already won. I'm already so in tune with my $100 billion that if I die today and don't get it, I just know I'm going to get it in the next one. You understand? They ain't tripping. <laughs> yeah, like I've got that much confidence. I ain't even tripping. And that's not me making an excuse because I'm going to get it here. But I'm just telling you, I'm like some Hebrew boys. We will not bow. Our God will protect us. But if not, <laughs> our God will deliver us. Do you, you know how crazy that is? Look, I would be protected or be delivered in my death. I ain't tripping. As long as you got something to prove. Well, I seen Pam Norris pull up her tablet. That's what I'm talking about. Long as you got something to prove, 
long as you got to fix somebody, you forfeit every last one of your dreams. So ask yourself, is your sister, is your mama, is your daddy worth your dreams? Because ain't none one of them worth mine. They got their opportunity. They still alive. Law, I ain't giving up mine for no blood relationship. Especially since I know through experience, Kiara, I had to go find me a new family anyway to make to pull this off. You understand. And I'm like, yeah, I had to go get some cousins. Because <laughs> the cousins I had couldn't do this with me. Yeah, feel me? If you got to fix somebody, there's all your dreams. So I challenge you, walk on out of here. First off, everybody blame Kiara for the One Business Away Challenge. Congratulations to us, a good blame. And then blame Law for these Thursdays. Congratulations, a good blame. Right there. <laughs> Don't fix nobody, no more. That's what I want you to do. I want you to walk out of here with the vibrational frequency. Nobody ever needs to be fixed again. And if they do, it ain't my job no more. Mm, I just gave somebody freedom. If they need to be fixed, that's somebody else's ministry. That ain't my job. Fixing somebody is trying to go to the restroom for me. The universe just don't work that way. I can't sit at the bar on my birthday and have Kiara Bladder get filled up. <laughs> I'm at the bar. <clears throat> Her bladder getting the side effects. Nope. 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 <laughs> Universities don't work that way. <clears throat> you can't fix somebody and get your dreams. So I want y'all to choose your dreams or fixing people. I know what I choose. Listen to what I say all the time. I want to raise the collective consciousness of this world. I never said I want to fix people. You understand? You know, and I'm I'm quick to tell you I just want a hundred thousand. If it's one hundred thousand to one, that person gonna be greater than me. I don't care about that. Just hey, oh he was better than you, Antonio. That I did what I was supposed to do. I ain't got that to prove. You understand? If somebody created 100,000 millionaires before me, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Because I didn't do this. I didn't set out to do this first. I set out to get this done. Period. I don't need to be first. I just need to get it done because I said what I said I was going to do because that's how I shed a light. Let me hear from you, Shaker. Antonio, you said you take your confidence from two places. One is from number one, you lost a lot. And what was right. the second one? The second one is I ain't got nothing to prove. Thank you. Yes, sir. Think about it. When you don't have nothing to prove, how can you not be confident? Grace, did you, your birthday was yesterday. Carrie, your birthday is right before hers. Did any of y'all have anything to prove on your birthday? No. Nope. Only thing you had to do is tip that glass. 
I'm, I'm talking to Kira. I ain't talking to. I ain't talking to you, Grace. You, you, you say we heathens. We heathens. <laughs> you know what's funny, Antonio, that you just said that. Typically, people like the things that I throw for my birthday because it's it's about everybody else, and I sponsor it. So everybody was like calling, like, "Well, what are you doing? Like looking for the opportunity?" Not a damn thing. <laughs> Acting like I ain't got no bills. I'm not sponsored. You lose this no more. <laughs> yeah. I would give out gifts on my birthday to whoever came. Golly. We all alike, y'all. Everybody on this call. Listen, man. I'm telling you. We got folk here. It's 1130 at night for them. It's 2 in the afternoon for other people. I'm telling y'all. Fix people or get your dreams. Universe is that simple. Stop fixing your spouse or your significant other. Stop it. Stop fixing your children, for God's sake. They don't need to be fixed either. Yes, and they're the closest versions to God on planet Earth until you knock that out of them. Don't you do with your, to your children what your parents did to you. Don't do it. Now, my kids are weird. They've been getting stuff a long time, and they just weird. They are. Something wrong with them, y'all. Something wrong with them. You know, they just weird. They All they want to do is, you know, build stuff and change the world. They're crazy. They're thinking about their kids and grown-ups at the same time. Grown-ups and awareness, kids, because they actually live kids' life. My kids, well, my oldest we got somebody that he didn't watch YouTube or something. I had him believing in Santa Claus up until last year. You know what I'm saying? Now, Santa Claus was a black man, though. Don't get it twisted. You know, just letting y'all know. <laughs> okay, we got black heroes in my house. No offense. I'm just telling you what was going on. Okay. <laughs> just telling you what was going on in my house. My kids still, my eight-year-old, lost two tooth this week or last week. Two fairy bring twenty dollars because the two fairy respect inflation at my house. <laughs> two fairy respect inflation. You understand? Twenty dollars, and I'm telling y'all, they still believe in the two fairy kids, but they also know the secret to life is to be happy. I would too at ten dollars a tooth. Wait a minute, I would. You understand? Oh no, no, no. That's twenty. That's forty dollars a tooth. I mean, oh. that's that's twenty dollars a piece. They got forty dollars. I so would believe it, too, Barry. I oh, still yeah. got a chest of test of baby teeth around me. <laughs> so, too bad need to come through New York, huh? Yeah, buddy. That's it. A whole full take it? Well, there ain't no full take gas. No, it's Ford Explorer. That's a quarter take. That's a quarter take. You know. <laughs> All right. Don't fix your problems. Don't fix people. Don't fix anything. Yes, yes, yes. Don't fix your problems. Okay. Don't don't fix your problems. Don't fix people. Just go on out there like it was your birthday. Tip that glass. Get your money. Antonio T. Smith Jr. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What you just said is profound, and I think really found it is the truth. You can plan better. You can dominate. All right, everybody. See you later. Have a good. Oh, go ahead, Grace. Go ahead. Oh, real quick. Um, this has absolutely nothing to do with what you just said, you know, or, or pertaining to the class. Ah, but we done. We done. 
you saw me walk in with that Wingstop stuff. I didn't order food. Uh, Dr. Trask ordered some food for my grandmother and myself for my birthday. Say, um, <laughs> Wingstop. Uh, I want to say thank you. It through. Did it did arrive, Dr. Trask, and I do thank it you. It did. I was wondering where the Wingstop came from. That's her place too. Wingstop and PF Chang's is her place. Yeah. It's place. Yeah. Remember, if you if you don't mind, if you can show that article some love, posts and stuff, I really would appreciate it. I really would, especially being in the celebrity section. Thank you so much. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. Thank you, India folk, for enduring until the end. Y'all have a good one. I've known Antonio T. Smith Jr. for almost a decade now. And when it comes to leaving people better than he found them, when it comes to making sure you are equipped with the knowledge, the tools, the inspiration, the power, the drive that you need, there's no one, and I mean absolutely no one, that I lean, depend, and call upon more than Antonio. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have questions about life, if you're listening to this podcast and you just want more, you want more for, for your life and from life itself, this is the podcast for you. This is the leader for you. And this is the direction that you want your life to go in. Trust me, I've been there. I've seen things. I've learned from him. But I have grown so much because of him. This is the leader that you're looking for. Hey everybody, welcome to Rekaza. What is Rekaza? Rekaza is the marketing arm of the ATS Business University. At Rekaza, I am sharing 50% of all my wealth. That means that every dollar that comes inside this company, I'm giving 50% back of that to the field. Who is the field? The field is you. So instead of me doing my usual $10,000 or more dollars a month on Facebook ads and all other ads, and it gets pretty expensive, I'm taking that entire marketing budget and I'm pouring back into you. This is my goal, my plan to give out $1.5 billion by 2025. This is what we're doing. Now, what is the ATS Business University? The ATS Business University is a digital platform in which we teach business, sales, marketing, real estate, computer programming, and all sorts of stuff in which I reverse engineer how I became a millionaire. And it's the first university in the world that is an open source university. It means that every day the students determine from the millionaire teachers what will be taught and learned from today. So in repetition and also in closing, Rekaza is a marketing arm for the number one millionaire maker platform in the world. And I invite you to be here with us so you can take half my money because that is what it's all about. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plan better. You can dominate.